Hello everyone. The Lord be with you. I'm Reverend Sam Nicholson, the Associate Hub Leader in the Town Centre. Today is Wednesday the 28th of May and I'm going to be reading from Acts 26. Then Agrippa said to Paul, you have permission to speak for yourself. So Paul motioned with his hand and began his defence. King Agrippa, I consider myself fortunate to stand before you today as I make my defence against all the accusations of the Jews, and especially so because you are well acquainted with all the Jewish customs and controversies. Therefore, I beg you to listen to me patiently. The Jewish people all know the way I've lived ever since I was a child and from the beginning of my life in my own country and also in Jerusalem. They have known me for a long time and can testify if they are willing that I conform to the strictest sect of our religion, living as a Pharisee. And now it is because of my hope in what God has promised our ancestors that I am on trial today. This is the promise our child twelve tribes are hoping to see fulfilled as they earnestly serve God day and night. King Agrippa, it is because of this hope that these Jews are accusing me. Why should any of you consider it incredible that God raises the dead? I too was convinced that I ought to do all that was possible to oppose the name of Jesus of Nazareth. And that is just what I did in Jerusalem. On the authority of the chief priests, I put many of the Lord's people in prison, and when they were put to death, I cast my vote against them. Many a time I went from one synagogue to another to have them punished, and I tried to force them to blaspheme. I was so obsessed with persecuting them that I even hunted them down in foreign cities. On one of these journeys, I was going to Damascus with the authority and commission of the chief priests. About noon, King Agrippa, as I was on the road, I saw a light from heaven, brighter than the sun, blazing around me and my companions. We all fell to the ground and I heard a voice saying to me in Aramaic, Saul, Saul, why do you persecute me? It is hard for you to kick against the goads. Then I asked, Who are you, Lord? I am Jesus, whom you are persecuting, the Lord replied. Now get up and stand on your feet. I have appeared to you to appoint you as a servant and as a witness of what you have seen and will see of me. I will rescue you from your own people and from the Gentiles. I am sending you to them to open their eyes and turn them from darkness to light and from the power of Satan to God so that they may receive forgiveness of sins and a place among those who are sanctified by faith in me. So then, King Agrippa, I was not obedient, I was not disobedient to the vision from heaven, first to those in Damascus, then to those in Jerusalem, and all Judea, and then to the Gentiles. I preach that they should repent and turn to God, and demonstrate their repentance by their deeds. That is why some Jews seized me in the temple courts and tried to kill me. But God has helped me to this very day. So I stand here and testify to small and great alike. I am saying nothing beyond what the prophets and Moses said would happen, that the Messiah would suffer, and as the first to rise from the dead would bring the message of light to his own people and to the Gentiles. At this point, Festus interrupted Paul's defence. You're out of your mind, Paul, he shouted. Your great learning is driving you insane. 
I am not insane, most excellent Festus, Paul replied. What I am saying is true and reasonable. The king is familiar with these things and I can speak freely to him. I am convinced that none of this has escaped his notice because it was not done in a corner. King Agrippa, do you believe the prophets? I know you do. Then Agrippa said to Paul, Do you think that in such a short time you can persuade me to be a Christian? Paul replied, Short time or long, I pray to God that not only you but all who are listening to me today may become what I am, except for these chains. The king rose and with him the governor and Bernice and those sitting with them. After they left the room, they began saying to one another, This man is not doing anything that deserves death or imprisonment. Agrippa said to Festus, This man could have been set free if he'd not appealed to Caesar. For the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. You're out of your mind, Paul, he shouted. Your great learning is driving you insane. These are the words exclaimed by Festus when Paul had been explaining about the resurrection of Jesus. Festus thought Paul was crazy. I wonder how many people think you're crazy for believing the things you do. When I became a Christian, my family thought I was mad. I wasn't brought up in the face, so for them it was all very odd. And to be honest, I think they were worried I'd joined a cult. I remember one of my family saying to me, this is all okay, Sam, but don't let it overtake your life. I knew what they meant, but the fact is Jesus is meant to be the centre of our lives. Our faith in him should direct our lives. And let's face it, that means sometimes we will look daft in other people's eyes. Think of the thing Jesus things Jesus tells us. Love your enemies. Bless those who persecute you. Forgive others, to name just a few. Some people will think we're mad following these kind of ideas. And then we have this strangest idea of all that we believe that Jesus rose from the dead. This is what Paul was explaining in this passage and explaining how it fitted within his Jewish faith. He was appealing to King Agrippa. So much so, King Agrippa says, you reckon you're going to make me a Christian? And Paul being Paul says, I pray to God that not only you, but also all who hear me today will become just as I am, apart, of course, from these chains. I never thought of Paul having a sense of humour, but it seems that his reference to the chains in him being a bit witty. Maybe there's a lesson there in our evangelism. Who do we want to be as we are? Who do we want to know the love and power of our risen Lord Jesus? It might be a member of your family, a friend, a neighbour. It might be the person who thinks you're really mad for believing what you do. Let's pray for them and see what God will do. Let's end by praying together. So together with the disciples of Jesus across Wigan, throughout Liverpool Diocese and around the world, 
we pray in the words that Jesus taught us. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not in temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power and the glory, for ever and ever. Amen. God bless you today and every day.